0: Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy Podcast. A place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story. Who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been and you can write a story about who you are now. But you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast where we cover life hacks, habits, personal mastery, interesting concepts and ideas, stories, ancient and modern wisdom, all the things that will make us learn and grow into becoming the better versions of ourselves. I am your host, Jakub the Funky Warrior, and today we'll talk about sacrifices. We all pay a price for each of our decisions. The price is paid with our time, attention, energy, actions. Sometimes it's for a good outcome, but sometimes it's not. Let's look into this and see how we can pay a better price for a better outcome. So what is sacrifice? Often, its connotation is related to struggle or even traditionally killing a animal or a human In the name of someone. But in today's world, all of us in our lives, we sacrifice things. People sacrifice their health for success, sacrifice their dreams for other people's dreams, but also sacrifice partying for working on a business, or sacrifice entertainment for reading more. So we can sacrifice good or bad things for a greater good or a desired outcome. So in the first case, when you sacrifice bad things for good, so for example, you start a new job and your old lifestyle of going out often and late nights won't work anymore, so you limit your nights out and you come home earlier, or you want to get healthier so you stop buying junk food and drink more water, that's logical, we can all agree. It's not always easy necessarily, but at least it makes sense. If you know you're giving up something quote-unquote bad for a better life, you know you're doing the right thing. But what happens when you sacrifice good for good? And where is the threshold, the limit of what's the right price to pay and if the desired outcome and the greater good is really what we get back from those prices and from those sacrifices? So for example, you would go out with friends even though you're tired or committed to yourself for a calm night. You wanted to stay in but at the same time you told them that you will come out for a drink. Or you're working hard on your job in order obviously to provide for your family but you don't have enough time for your family in the process. Sometimes it's really hard to decide what's the right thing to do and what's the level of that price to pay. For example, a mother that sacrifices her career for a child, that's not an easy and clear judgment to do. In that case, in my opinion, it would depend if that career is dear to her heart. And also if maybe there is a consensus or a middle ground, maybe working part time and still have most of your week with your child. You know, life is really about recalibration. And why I don't say calibration, but recalibration, it's because we're constantly moving forward. We have new experiences and we always have to observe and analyze and decide what's best for us. It's really a gray zone. So, another example, you're always there for your friends, your family, and your work colleagues. It's really part of your personality and what you want people to. Think of you, right? You're always present whenever they call. You are there to help. But the problem is that sometimes you're tired or sometimes you're committed to something else, but you still want to be there for them. You really don't want to let people down. You're always present. But what we don't realize is that in some of those cases, we let ourselves down. And the reality is when our cup our cup of love, our cup of energy, our cup of happiness is empty. There's nothing we can really give. So we think by being present or by responding to your phone at all times, to your friends or people that need help, we think that we help them. But if at that moment of your life or of your day, you need that time for yourself to recharge, there's nothing you can really give to the other person. And especially if you're not aware of those dynamics and your levels of energy and your patterns, that's when we will give too much of ourselves, thinking it's for a greater good, but it's not because it's hurting you. And we will sugarcoat that reality, right, to make ourselves feel better. We will often label ourselves as givers, as generous to make it sound good in our head but if we are sacrificing ourselves, nobody wins. And in some cases, even worse, the real reason that we want to show up and be present is that we want to be accepted, loved, respected, useful, or even prove our worth. It's been literally clinically observed that some people are chronic self-sacrificers, And in the moment, it does provide you a sense of worthiness. But if it depends on someone else's appreciation of you, it will never replace your own appreciation of yourself. Because when we sacrifice ourselves, it's because we don't value and we don't see our own worth. And nobody will replace that. It has to come from us. And the reality is, when you put others first, it's not even out of good intention. Your intention secretly or deep inside of you is that you want to make yourself feel worthy. And the even worse problem with that is that you will always be dependent of that proof of worthiness from others. So imagine if you spend time alone, too much of that time... At some point, you will feel that you need some validation and some love from others. And all those things, love and validation and sense of worthiness, has first to come from you. It will never be enough when it comes from the outside. So really remember, thinking of yourself first doesn't make you self-centered or narcissistic. And that's sometimes the reason why we want to be labeled or label ourselves as generous and givers. We want to be as far as possible from that idea, but you can still be generous and a giver, but not a sacrificer because you've put yourself first. And coming back to this recalibration of our lives, I think there is a period of our lives when it's good to say yes to almost everything and everyone, because you want to explore the world and people and yourself. But at some point, we have to unlearn that and learn to say no. We all go through phases, right? Like seasons in the world, like anything. But we don't need to stay the same. Actually, we shouldn't. What got you here so far, what got you through the last season, doesn't mean it will serve you in this new season you are in right now. So the key ideas here, when it comes to sacrificing bad things, quote unquote, for a greater good, yes, you can push yourself, you know you're doing the right thing. But make sure you don't sacrifice the good for the good, and you think it's for a greater good, but it's actually not. And make sure, really, when you give, it comes from the right place. You're being generous because it's your nature, not because you want a tap on your back, and not because you want others to tell you that you're valuable and worthy. So really a question or actually a reflection is what are you sacrificing and is it really serving you for a greater good either in the future but most importantly also today and take some time to reflect when you are being generous, when you are being a giver, is it for the right reasons and are you expecting something in return or is it just because it is who you are? and it comes from your true nature. I hope this episode was valuable. Remember, if it's not already done, you can subscribe to the newsletter, and also please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If you take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself. To the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can't accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world and we let things outside of us control us. Ninety-five percent of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it. Or the way the people at the office say you've got to live it. Or the way society says you've got to live it. You've got to live it for yourself.